Everyone, welcome back, campers, to episode nine of the Cousin Camp podcast, hosted by Cousin Chris Dunn. Uh, I'm joined by a very special guest this evening. Her name is Danielle Slupicki. How are you, Danielle? Doing okay? I'm good. How are you, Chris? Doing all right. Yep. It's um, it was a pleasure getting caught up in the pre-show. And um, we have an exciting uh, episode coming up for the campers. Um, we are on YouTube and Spotify. And um, it was very interesting. Uh, Danielle has a great background, uh, both you know personally and uh, professionally. Um, we've uh, built quite a bond. Uh, you know, a few years back, we uh, worked together and um you know different opportunities came up and it's been a while since uh you know we kept in touch but i uh, happened to notice that uh danielle um was on uh a, like a, a journey which involved uh fitness and uh she uh, joined the weight watchers program which is very uh notable in terms of you know mental and physical health um you know, it's they're very big on uh, the partnerships uh, with, uh, you know, fitness and accountability. Um, so before uh, we get into all that, Danielle, you can just give a little synopsis of your personal and professional life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thanks so much for having me, Chris. Um, You're welcome. Really to like reconnect. Um, like Chris mentioned, we knew each other in a past life from work and just like, built a great bond and Chris is a great guy. So I'm really happy to hear that he's like, appreciate it. Selling not only in life, but kind of starting a, a fun passion project with this podcast. So, yes. um, I'm Danielle and I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, I went to college at Quinnipiac university, which is in Connecticut. Go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. Um, and I studied biology there. I don't do anything within that field now. Um, I worked in sales for a bit and I moved around the country. So I worked in Manhattan and then Philadelphia, which is where I met Chris and then moved to St. Louis and then um, decided to move back in 2018, back to New Jersey. And mm -hmm. I've been here since um, I live in Booton um, and I work for a tech startup in Manhattan in, in the recruitment field. Um, and about a, a little over a year ago, I started on like a weight loss journey and I uh, jokingly started an Instagram with my friends um, or for my friends as necessarily as a joke because I had seen um, all these people who had started weight loss Instagrams um, and had a huge following and a lot of them were producing content that was enjoyable and great but I felt like a lot of them were just showing you like the pros of losing weight and no one was really being as honest or as real as I felt like they could have been. Mm -hmm. um, so along with creating this like joke account where I could share my meals, uh, we would, you know, kind of joke around around being live or swiping up and kind of the influencer jargon and that's <laughs> how, um, how I got started. And I just used the platform really for accountability. And so far um, over the past year and um three or four months i've lost 54 pounds um and so awesome yeah that's a very good story you mentioned uh your account um she uh, danielle does have her personal account on instagram and uh what is uh your username for yeah. your the uh, the other for your fitness account yeah. So, um, my weight loss account is called DD on WW. So it's DD O N W W. Um, mm -hmm. my childhood friends, um, always used to joke around and call me DD. And I figured I'd play with the 
rebranding of Weight Watchers, which is now WW and just, you know, DD is on. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so when you, all that started, you know, you saw quite a bit of, you know, growth. Were you surprised by uh, the growth with your following, you know, the amount of people, um, you know, just uh, clicking to see uh, what your whole journey was about? Like, did that surprise you at all? Yeah. So I started um, Weight Watchers in, de- in um, December of 2020, or it's, I have no idea what year it is. It's 21 right now. So, um, in December of 2019, that would make sense. Um, and I didn't really get serious about it until probably March. So until the pandemic hit, I was kind of like the person who was doing it on, on the weekdays. And then on the weekends, I wasn't as committed. Um, and when the pandemic hit, I had created the Instagram a couple of months before, but wasn't really using it. Um, and I started, just channeling more content and ideas and posting more food and trying more recipes and things like that. Um, and I did feel like it was really shocking how quickly I was able to grow it. Um, right now I'm at 6,000 followers, which like by no means that I ever start the account for followers. And it's not something that I'm continually trying to like drive. Um, but I do feel like with the people that I have following me have really good engagement in the sense of like, I know a good majority of people who follow me in the sense that like me daily and we have good conversations and I feel like I'm actually able to help them and provide like useful feedback. Um, um, based off things that I've learned. Okay. Uh, is Weight Watchers like COVID friendly? Is everything done remote? Um, <laughs> Cause I know Weight Watchers is notable for like their locations. You go to meetings and stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. But... Yeah, no, that's such a good point. So um, in the past, like you said, one of the reasons why WW has been so notable and so successful, um, especially like look, if you ever look into like the history of WW, it was about a woman who, um, started on a diet plan where they met weekly and she just happened to not love the coach that was there. So she was like, screw this. I'll create my own meetings and kind of, you know, rip off this diet essentially. Um, but Weight Watchers has moved remote. And then obviously in some States where they're allowed to, they do like a cap and like restrictions and, you know, everything is, um, socially distanced and safe. That's good. They also have three different like tiers of plans. So I do the digital plan. So I don't, I don't necessarily go to any of those meetings or don't have to like go to a Weight Watchers center to like check in and record my weight. That's, That's like one of the benefits of the digital app as you can do it. All huh. What's the name of the digital app? It's just the WW app. So oh, oh WW. Okay. Yeah, when you sign up, um, it'll give you like three options. And if you just do digital only, it just means that you kind of have to like find ways to keep yourself more accountable versus going to a meeting each week. Like that's good. Pre COVID. So the accountability is still there and yeah, it'd be completely counterintuitive to like, say, go to a meeting in person and risk yourself getting sick <laughs> at, while you're trying to lose weight. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly right. um, you know, it definitely comes in handy in that regard. When you got started uh, with the program, um, did you have a, a meal in particular that you missed the most? So the best part about Weight Watchers is that you're able to eat pretty much anything, Good. Um, which is one of the reasons why I loved it. Cause in the past I had tried so many other like restrictive diets. So like, if you think about keto, you know, you can't eat, car- it eliminates carbs and it restricts those, you know, okay. uh, 
those food groups. If you think about um, like a paleo diet, it restricts things like dairy. Um, and once again, like that always leads to kind of wanting those things. And when you kind of have them, you really go off the rails, right? Right. Um, so what I love about Weight Watchers is that every food is assigned a points value, which therefore allows you to determine if it's like quote unquote worth it to use your points from your budget. Um, so I've been able to eat pizza. I've been able to drink wine. I've been able to eat Chinese food, um, make bagel, like all of my favorite foods at a lower calorie cost essentially. Right. Um, okay. And still kind of satisfy those cravings. Gotcha. But my go-to meal, I think when I first started was like still making things that I really loved. So finding like lower point recipes for the things that I loved, which were like pizza and pasta and, and wine. I wasn't making my own wine, but definitely uh, within, within reason. Is that something you like to do in the future? So make your own, your, your own wine, like, you know, be join a vineyard or something like that. I, I feel like that would be really fun, but I have, um, I have no ambitions to make wine, just drink wine. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> gotcha. Um, very good. Uh, what is the bet? What would you say? I know you're, um, you know, my, you, you said you work for a tech startup. This is a startup for me with a podcast and everything. Um, and you said your, uh, fitness account was on the wayside a little bit. Then you kind of rediscovered your passion, so to speak. Uh, what would you say is the best way to cultivate a social media following, you know, it, given your experience in fitness? Yeah. So I think the one way that I've grown, like I could have certainly grown my following a lot more, mm -hmm. um, but this is like not my full-time job. Right. But if it was True. my full-time job, I would probably be a lot more diligent about like posting daily. Um, so not only just like in stories, but also like within your feed, I think those things are really helpful using hashtags. Um, I thought that that was always like a joke, but I would find that if I posted a transformation Tuesday or something like that. And I kind of hashed like weight loss motivation or weight loss before and afters, um, not just within the WW realm, but like encompassing all of that, that really, um, I would get a much big fall, like a much bigger following very quickly in, um, the hours or days following those postings. Mm -hmm. I would also promote yourself, like being your own biggest cheerleader is probably the biggest thing. So mm -hmm. I know that can be really scary when starting a project, but like, don't be ever, don't ever be too afraid of like sharing it with your friends, your family, your LinkedIn network, your Facebook, um, because most of the time people find it like attractive and cool that you're like starting something new, um, that they probably are, True. I don't want to say jealous, but almost like, wow, I wish I had thought of that. Or wow, that seems like something that would be really fun. So that was kind of how I grew my following and also just making sure you have good content, right? Like, you know, it's one thing to gain a bunch of followers, but if you lose them because you're not producing good content, then that's a whole nother story. But mm. I really feel like, if you're real and you're uh, being honest and you have like a good uh, quote unquote story and brand and you post often, you can, uh, you can grow your following pretty quickly. If it's something that's a priority for you. Authenticity is, you know, essential, you know, in any aspect of life, obviously. Um, a lot of, there are plenty of accounts with mil thousands and millions of followers it's amazing to see but um b by the same token they run the risk of losing a lot of people if they have one misstep or whatever 
hopefully yeah. that hasn't happened to you. And I, I mean, that doesn't, that, I don't want that to happen to me, but I mean, that's, you know, you, um, during, uh, you know, your response to my question, that's just something I thought about, but I wanted to let the campers, um, you know, our listeners, you know, just think about that. And, um, I don't know, it's just food for thought. And I, I do think about that from time to time. I do think when you have a good follower, good large following, people are, oh, they just hold you to a different standard than, you know, if you're just a normal person with an Instagram and then you kind of gain a couple thousand followers, people tend to like bucket you differently. So I know when a lot of like the social justice movement was going on, a lot mm-hmm. of people are posting things. And I know within like the wellness industry, not just like health and wellness, a lot of people, there were definitely two sides of the coin, like people who felt um, obviously this is my social duty, right? Like I have a big following. I should share these things. But then there were Mm -hmm. other people who were like, this isn't not that it's not their brand, but like, this isn't why I started this account and I just want to keep it separate. But either way, like those types of things are just so muddy and they're so gray and there's no, you know, it's, it's a really tough decision to decide. But I think like, if you go with what you stand for personally as a person, because if you view, you know, your Instagram or your social medias as an extension of you, then it should be for what you stand for. And if, even if your um, industry or your topic or your brand is health and wellness, like mine is, who says you can't post, you know, promoting education and research? Like there's nothing that says that just because you're branded in one area that you can't um, follow through and, and, uh, and be an advocate for other things that may need more uplifting as a platform. I agree. It, um, as long as your message has like a positive connotation, you know, that's, uh, really, I mean, that'll give you the peace that, you know, you're really searching for. Um, and you know, let the chips fall where they may in that regard. And uh, would you say you reached your goal, you know, fitness wise? Like, are you in a, like a, a good, like, uh, space now physically, would you say? Yeah. So when I started my journey, it was 215 pounds. Um, mm-hmm. Now I weigh 163 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like my goal weight is in the 150s. Um, but I don't think that necessarily like I'm at a place where I feel like I need to be gung-ho every day, every moment. I do think that I'm in a much more relaxed headspace about losing weight, um, which is, is really nice because I feel like for the past year, it was like, you know, the, the pandemic really helped because I was able to say no to social events and things like that. I can relate. Really in a headspace where like, I was like, I'm going to turn down anything that does not align with my goals. And now I kind of have the skills and the habits to be able to maintain a healthy social life, maintain a life that is not run by calories or points or exercise. Um, where maybe a year ago when I was kind of in the thick of the journey, I did. So, um, I would love to be able to lose another 10 pounds, but I'd also really like to get strong, which wasn't necessarily a goal I had when I started, it was just to like look better in my clothes. And now I'm at a point where I work out almost 45 minutes to an hour every day. And I see like muscle definition and that's kind of like what drives me and is, is kind of taken over as my new why. Awesome. Yeah. Understanding your why is important. Um, you've been a Weight Watcher uh, member for a year. That's awesome. Um, you know, I was last year during the pandemic, I was, you know, uh, on furlough for my job and, um, I just saw it as an opportunity to, you know, work on my fitness and everything. And, 
Um, the weight loss was a little kind of like a struggle for me. However, I was able to develop some good exercise habits and stuff like that. And I just felt better mentally. So, um, but like with this crazy winter and everything, you know, it's kind of tough to get out and exercise, but, um, I was able to do little things in here, uh, here and there on the farm. Like a lot of the campers know I live the farm life, um, helping my uncle and my, uh, and my grandfather, uh, with the farm animals and stuff. And plus be working at the uh, car dealership, <laughs> you know, given all the snow we've had, uh, we all had a, each salesman had to shovel the, uh, had to scrape the snow off of the vehicles. So, I mean, that was something like I could do. So, I mean, that didn't really leave me in like a terrible, you know, space mentally. Uh, I mean, it definitely did help. I mean, it, it gave me results, but I do have to make a trip to the, uh, <laughs> to the chiropractor tomorrow to get my hip looked at and oh, cause, like no. it's been sore for for a little bit but i mean it's just i, I want to work some kinks out that's all i mean it really i mean the, he's a great guy like i've been going him for like a year or two because my mom uh introduced me to him uh he's in uh south jersey but uh yeah he's he really helps a lot um but uh, yeah i noticed uh you know when i found out about you know your whole journey and what have you um that uh you were uh you took part in a photo shoot for ww yeah. um do you it, uh know when uh it'll be released uh yeah. for the public to see yeah so what's really cool is that because of my platform ww reached out to me and um they did a brief interview with me and kind of like went through what my journey looked like and if it kind of aligned with what their brand is and um they invited me to do photos of March, uh, where, you know, they came everyone. It was really like speaking of COVID friendly, it was very COVID friendly. Like they brought a nurse to my home to COVID test me a couple days in advance, which was really cool. Um, they sent a car service. I got there and like everyone was wearing two masks and a face shield. And it was very, very, very safe. Um, they did my nails. They did my hair. They did my makeup. They really truly made me feel like a princess for the day, which was awesome. Um, nice. they put together a bunch of looks, um, with a stylist and then the topic of the food or the topic of the shoot was food enjoyment. So, um, nice. I got to take a lot of, um, photos with pizza and wine and dumplings. All right. like, if you know me, those are probably my top three favorite foods, um, and some cupcakes and those photos then are now assets of, you know, WW, which they will use whenever, wherever they need those, those photos. So they can use them internally or externally. And usually it takes about a month um, for them to like change up their content and get the photos ready. So I actually don't know when they'll be used or where they'll be used. It'll kind of just be like a surprise when they're like, Hey, we just want to let you know, we use this in a newsletter or we use this in a pamphlet, or it's going to be in a poster. It'll be right. on the website. Um, which will be really cool to kind of check out for the next coming weeks to see. You'll be notified. Yeah. It, it seemed like you were having a good time and I, you know, looking at the video, um, now, uh, did they, uh, do something to set the mood? I, I mean, you did say you got the first, uh, class treatment and everything, uh, you know, with the car service. Um, it sounds like a fun experience. Uh, yeah. like, how, how was the whole atmosphere and everything of the shoot? Yeah, so um, it's actually funny because I feel like in movies they show you a lot where the photographer is like, oh, give it to me, like, have, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it actually wasn't too far off. I don't know if they were just playing that up because we were all just like, 
regular people who were modeling. Um, none of us had like modeling experience, I would mm. say. Um, so they like really did say a lot of that stuff, which like kind of gets you a little bit out of your shell. They asked us like what kind of music or if there was an artist that we liked that really pumped us up. So they like played a bunch of music in the background. Um, I played, you're, you might, some people, some of the campers, they might shit on me for this one, but I asked them to play Carly Rae Jepsen. Her like newest album has been really good. Mm -hmm. um, she's grown from the call, call me maybe days, but um, just some good pump up music. And like, they had a lot of Beyonce and a lot of Britney playing. So it just really gets you in like the mood to feel like confident and excited and, and really just be like happy from the inside out. But I think that, like you said, that star treatment kind of helps set the mood too. Danielle, I just want uh, the campers to know, uh, Danielle uh, actually introduced me to like the whole SoundCloud thing. And um, he, she uh, is uh, has a good ear for music. I always trusted her, um, her, uh, her like ability, uh, her for particular genres and what have you. So um, I just wanted to let the uh, campers know that. And she just gave me, you know, uh, an idea of who to listen to on my ride home tonight, which is about an hour and a half. Um, so I wanted to thank Danielle for that. Um, I'm going to need a full review of the, Car the Carly Rae Jepsen uh, <laughs> album by after tonight, after sure. you, uh, you uh, listen to it. Trust me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at when you know since last year um do you I, well i already asked this like you you've uh, have like a sense of attainment and everything you you're well accomplished I, anyone who has lost you know 50 plus pounds i i just wanted to use this you know opportunity to uh explain i had a similar situation uh, a few years ago and this was the year i actually moved up here I uh, was let go from my sales position and I was just in like a weird place. I gained a bunch of weight and this is, you know, new to the campers, you know, and listeners abroad. Um, and, you know, I was, I was at, I finally reached my, you know, the point where like I knew I had a problem. I wanted to, you know, fix it. And I just started eating better and I was able to lose 30 plus pounds, That's you know, awesome. in a matter of a few months. So, um, I've kind of like stayed like at that same, uh, weight, you know, since then, well, same like area, anywhere, anywhere from like 210 to 220. Um, so like I'm, I'm somewhat content. I mean, I'm always looking for improvement um weight watchers is definitely something worth considering for me and i'll definitely spread the word danielle um who, who is there a, are there any shout outs like for your uh, accountability partners you know in the uh program yeah well first off chris i can always send you a free month of ww if you want to try it out and free stuff Yes, everyone loves some free stuff. So I can send you a free month. Um, and anyone who reaches any of the campers, if they want to try it out, reach out to me on Instagram. 
and I can send you a free month to try out WW. Um, I also have gotten to a point where I like provide some coaching services. So um, not only just for like WW, but for anyone who's in a health and wellness journey, um, I have a few different clients that I meet with weekly or biweekly. And it's usually an hour session where we can kind of dig into like what's holding them back from hitting their goals, whether it's health and wellness or in their personal or professional life. Um, and that's been really helpful for a lot of people too. Um, shout outs in general, I first have to like thank my boyfriend because, you know, we've lived together throughout this entire pandemic and he actually started WW and he's lost 50 pounds too as well. So that's awesome. being supportive of like trying new recipes that like sometimes don't always taste that great. <laughs> or, What's your boyfriend's name? Uh, his name's Colin. Congratulations, Colin. You share the same name as the co-host, Cousin Colin. I'll be able to mention that in the next episode. That's cousin awesome. Colin, Amazing. Yes. Um, boyfriend Colin and Cousin Colin. Yes, we love that. Welcome to the club. Do we have a, is Cousin Colin 1L or 2Ls? 1L. Okay. Boyfriend Colin's 1L too. So. That's a coincidence. Um, yeah. So obviously my boyfriend, Colin, my best friend, Tori has been so supportive during the beginning of quarantine, we kind of made a promise to each other that we would walk 10,000 steps a day and walk and drink nice. a mile, or drink a mile, uh, drink a gallon of water. And like, that was something that necessarily, like, I don't think I would have done if I was just doing Weight Watchers by myself. She necessarily wasn't doing it either, but we just wanted to like be healthier and create better wellness as a team of friends so she's really pushed me and provided a, a good soundboard and then obviously all of my followers like this sounds so corny and so cheesy when like a micro influencer influencers like and I just would like to thank my followers but truly like it really is a it's really been a sense of motivation for me and it's really been a passion project as well um to kind of like check in with people and like do the right thing. I'm very motivated by like doing the right thing and like what optically that looks like to the people who rely and count on me. So knowing that there's 6,000 people who look to me for advice and look to me for recipes and inspiration uh, means a lot where, you know, they've really supported me probably more than they, they know or think. So, and I've, mm -hmm. obviously my parents, my family and, you know, my work family, they've all been really supportive. Um, and pretty much anyone who's met me who like knows I'm doing this has been like really encouraging and really supportive. And, um, it's been really easy to share with people because I haven't been met with any judgment because they're so inspired and so like motivated by, you know, the, ultimately the struggle that has, uh, mm -hmm. evolved into success. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, you go through a bunch of growth and it's important, like there's so much to gain from the whole, you know, journey. Um, and I, I feel like I can speak on Danielle's behalf. Um, it's important to pay it forward as well, like to support other people. Um, you know, we're definitely, you know, thankful for our friends and followers. Um, but, you know, giving advice to other people is so like rewarding being in like a coaching position. Um, I mean, that's something, you know, we love to do here on this podcast and a part of the Weight Watchers uh, community. Uh, Danielle, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, carving out the time to um, be interviewed for episode nine. Um, if you have any interest in, in uh, getting some merchandise, definitely let me know. Uh, shirt should be coming shortly. Um, and uh, episode nine, episode, yeah, this was episode nine. Uh, episode 10 should be on the way, and that should, you know, definitely wrap up our season campers. But um, with all that being said, uh, 
it was a pleasure, Danielle. Um, any final words or anything? Yeah, well, thanks so much again, Chris. This was such a cool and fun experience. And um, I would love to come back and, you know, any hot takes you want or need on any other topics, I'd be more than happy to share yeah. with you to give you uh, some some good fodder for content. And I, of course, will be sharing the, you know, the cousins um, and campers on my Instagram. So um, I would love the support because, you know, it'll be right back at you. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Uh, farewell, campers. It was a pleasure, farewell, Danielle. Campers. All right. Catch you later. Bye. All right. Very good. And meeting for.